Hey you guys, this is Books and Crimes. This is Mimi with my co-host JB. She's baby as always. So, this is the... Forty-one. Forty-one episode. Um, this is our first October. First October, yeah. Um, episode. So for this whole month, we're going to try to do spooky little stories and crimes, and urban legends, and things like that. It's all going to be like spooky. Why? Because this is basically our favorite holiday yeah. of the year, like Halloween. Hello. So. This is 41. Let's go ahead and jump into the story. And this one is A Call for Help. <laughs> I haven't even read the story yet, so I'm still saying you did a good job. Um, on March 6, 2015, a 25-year-old Jennifer, or I said a 25-year-old, 25-year-old Jennifer Grosbeck and her 18-month-old daughter, Lily, were on their way home from visiting family. She ended up losing control of her vehicle and crashing through a guardrail of the bridge landing upside down in in an icy river. Yeah. Um, the temperatures were near freezing throughout the night and into the morning. Lily was only wearing a flannel onesie. Oh, poor baby. She had no hat or gloves on. 14, I don't even want to finish this. 14 hours after crashing into the river. Oh, they went into the river. Um, a fisherman discovered the car around 12.30 p.m. The fisherman called a non-emergency line and said, Are you guys aware that there was a car in the river on the south end of the Spanish Fork of Main Street over the bridge? I didn't see anybody. I came in here and I can't see in the car. A few minutes later, the fisherman calls 911 seeing there's a car in the river. First of all, okay, hold up. If he called it a non-emergency line, he told them what he said. Why was the non-emergency line not already on call with an ambulance and a fire department? Well, because, the because they said that there wasn't anybody there. He said he couldn't see inside the car. He that would mean there was nobody not there. Yeah, he was just wondering if maybe somebody already reported it and that, like, they already got help and, like, the car was still maybe there. Maybe that's just me. I would have personally like, you know what? No, I never heard anything about this. Let me call the emergency just to come out just to check, just in case. <sighs> okay. A few minutes later, a fisherman calls 911 saying there's a car in the river. It's upside down off the of main street, and there's a person inside. I can see a hand. Oh my god! When the cop when the cops arrived, they heard a voice saying, "Help me! We're in here." The cops replied, "Hang in there. We're trying. To, we're trying what we can." When they finally were able to get to the car, when they were finally able to get the car flipped up over, flipped over. Sorry. They discovered Jennifer's body behind the wheel and Lily's unconscious. Oh my god. In the back. Lily's eyes were fluttering, so they knew that oh she no, was still alive. This one. 
they found she was unconscious. No, Jennifer's they found Jennifer dead. Oh, I missed that word. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, so Jennifer was already dead and they found the baby in yeah, the back. They they discovered that when they flipped the car over they found mm-hmm. that Jennifer um they found her dead behind the wheel. I'm gonna cry. We can't do these stories right now. <laughs> Uh, Lily's eyes were fluttering, so they. <laughs> Lily's eyes were fluttering, so they knew that she was still alive. The officers formed in a line in the river and passed Lily down the line until she was an emergency worker's arms on the shore. So, what is this? Like a really big, huge river, and they had to like. I'm not actually be sure. like shoulder to shoulder. I like I don't even know how many officers were there. So it yeah, because like, like the way this. Like the way it's described is like, is like well, I knew the Grand Canyon type no, size and well, remember the the river is icy, right? Um, so it's, okay. it's super cold, and then they needed a bunch of officers to flip the car over, and then it would just been quicker just to pass her down than one person. Okay, okay, okay. So it's the baby that's upside down inside the car. Yes. Okay. So if she went into the river, then I understand because she was still in the car. So that makes sense. Okay, sorry. My apologies. Um, once at the sh- once on the shore, they performed CPR on Lily, and then they took her to the hospital. Lily regained conscience at the hospital. They don't know how Lily survived hanging upside down in her car seat for hours in the cold with no food or water. The medical examiner found Jennifer was under the influence at the time of the accident. Oh my gosh. Personal experience. I feel so bad for Lily, but at the same time, I mean, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm not going to say my comments. Is she still alive? Did she no. died? Yeah, remember they found one. Well, they I don't want turned, her family to come at me. Um, when they turned the car over, they found her oh, yeah, dead right. behind me. No, uh, Jennifer's sister said Jennifer loved Lily. Her baby was the love of her life. I I don't understand when you can get in the car intoxicated as bad as you are to drive. Um, the officers couldn't explain the voice that they heard asking for help. Well, maybe it was her spirit. Maybe she was already dead and she knew that she fucked up and she needed somebody to save her daughter and that's the only way she could do it. Maybe they didn't get to her in time. Maybe they heard her scream for help and by the time they actually got no, down they, to her. They, she, they, um, she was dead, so she was never alive when the cops arrived. Well, I'm a big believer on spirits and stuff like that, so maybe she knew she fucked up when she immediately and when she had the water and her spirit maybe seen because her spirit was probably trying to like stay with her daughter yeah and they seen the officers or whatever caught mm-hmm. out you know i i i don't really know that's the only thing i could say about what the officers say like they can't explain it but for that baby to survive i mean it's a miracle it's a miracle baby yeah, because how did the mom die besides the fact that she was in, under the influence? How did she survive, or how did she die but not the baby? I um, can't remember. 
the officers could, uh, yeah, okay. Police officers, a police officer, Tyler Meadows? That's what I thought it was. Uh, said, all I know is it was there. We all heard it. Yeah, so there again, they literally heard her screaming for help to save her baby, or save her baby. Uh, Tyler would later believe it was an angel saying Lily and her, and he even wrote a book about it. Yeah, he, yeah, he, um, Officer Tyler, he comes up a lot in different things, but yeah, he wrote a, because he believes like an angel was there to save her, and yeah, he. As a spiritual person, I believe it, just waiting to start, yeah, I it was, it. it was something that multiple police officers were like, no, we heard this. Um, yeah, especially if it was multiple officers, like you know that shit has to be well, like yeah. Um, this is a superstition. <laughs> All right, so this is a superstition. Okay, so there's a superstition, not not to go directly home after a funeral. Oh no. Uh, the superstition is that a spirit that's attracted to overwhelming sorrow, sorrow will try to latch onto the mourner. Hmm. Um, once latched, they will follow them and resume their place among the living. Though, in order to stop them, you are advised to make several stops to confuse the spirit. That's like awesome. One, love it. That's new. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah, because we don't even like say anything about superstition shit. So that one, yeah. that one threw me off. Love it. Okay, we'll go into a. But I'm not gonna lie, it was a little bit of scary because uh, me and my family kind of do that a lot. Where you guys go why. right? You guys go right home. Well, after the funeral or the awakening or whatever, we go straight to like a certain person's house, whoever in that situation, and we do like food and stuff like that, and then we go home. But <laughs> okay, we're gonna do the. <coughs> So this one, this is our little crime story. It takes place in Missouri. In August 2021, a woman wearing a purge-like mask. I don't want to go as purges. Nobody will purge with me. <laughs> um, in front of a post office was picked up by police. Well, I don't understand why you would go in front of a post office. What's her name? Taryn? Yeah, Taryn. Okay. Taryn um, came out of the post office with her fussy. The woman approaches Taryn and asks, Is your child okay? In a weird voice. She goes, Yeah, he's fine. Thanks. The woman kept going on asking if he's okay. Taryn felt something wasn't right and went straight to her car. Once inside, she immediately locked the doors. The woman wearing the perch, wearing a perch-like mask, was now walking around her car trying to get in. 
bitch, I think the fuck not. I'm running you over straight up. <laughs> like, like, sorry. Um, <laughs> she called 911. I'm running you over why I call 911. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. The sheriff's department also received multiple calls about the woman in the mask. The deputies took the woman into the hospital to be evaluated because she could she could have been having a mental health episode or under the influence. And the woman, um, she also That's said, it? That's she said it? Like, her three year old was like having nightmares and stuff from it too. But what? Then, yeah, from the from, but um my kids would have had nightmares for life because I would have run that woman over bitch. <laughs> yeah, like they, they had to they take her to the hospital because they couldn't really arrest her because she wasn't technically I don't know. So she just felt to be fucking crazy for some I, type of reason. I don't understand why she couldn't get, well that's why they're taking they didn't know if maybe she was having a mental issue or but if they found no she, thing or on she her. was alcohol, or maybe she was under the influence. They they were taking her to a place where they were going to hold her for an Listen, evaluation. They would have been focusing on her broken bones. Because <laughs> with my kids, I'm running you over when it comes to that. My kids are in the car. You got to purge your mask on. I'm lady, not taking no chance. The lady took a photo of her too, and she was like, like her head. Oh, okay, she's gone. <laughs> and it was the one that like lights up the purge mask that you see. That no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I do not condone you guys running over anybody, but especially if I have my kid on me. Listen, just know a mama bear don't play, okay? You getting tased, you get pepper spray, you get fired to the face with hairspray, and I'm running you over at the same time I'm calling the cops asking for help. And I hope everybody else in the in around sees. Don't play with me. <laughs> my babies, okay? Okay, so this been takes place in Texas. Sorry, that was just, whoa, I can't right now. <laughs> this one takes place in Texas. Um, in 2018, 53-year-old Gilberto. That's what I thought it was. Escamilla. Mm-hmm. Um, how come I can pronounce the Spanish words better than English words? Did I even pronounce it right? I think you did. I am so sorry if I didn't pronounce it right. I can't even pronounce English words, guys. You already know this. Um, anyway, so he yeah. was sentenced to 50 years in prison for selling $1.2 million worth of fajitas over nine years. What's my man? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I like tacos, not fajitas. Uh, Gilberto. Uh, was taking the fajitas that he ordered through juvenile <laughs> juvenile center where he worked. Oh, you sneaky, sneaky. He, he then would deliver them to his own customers. <laughs> That's so wrong. The, ju- the, the juvenile center found out one day because he missed work for a, med- a medical appointment and an 80 pound of fajita. An 800 pound. Oh my god, an 800 pound fajita delivery, right? <laughs> right? I'm not even that bad on my tacos. 
this <laughs> the center didn't even serve the heat of damn so they already knew what was up wait a minute how did he get it how did he so get he, away for so long with that because he was always there to take the delivery and he, he made a delivery and i mean he made an order but when they delivered it he wasn't there so basically he was ordering food on other people's dime and then using and taking the stuff and selling it as his own what up where is this that where you can order fajitas to the fucking prison well because it they order food for the prison or for the juvenile center they order food to feed them and stuff like that we got feed them <laughs> We never got fucking hungry always. No, we didn't get nothing that's like what that. That's why they got caught because they're like, we don't even serve them fajitas. But that's how did he get out there every single time to be able to get the Because fajitas? that's what's his, part of his job. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. The sitter didn't serve fajitas, so basically he was ordering the food on his on on the gels, like uh, on their dime. Yeah. And then he was taking the stuff and selling it on his own, and yes. they finally caught on because he didn't Correct. show up. Hmm. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, <laughs> he was fired and arrested. They also found out that the county paid for fajitas in his. Refrigerator. Refrigerator. So, yeah, he was and he was storing them and then they found out when they got a search warrant to search his property and then he had um fajitas stored there and they found out that um you know they were paying for that too Listen. so uh, they thought you know because they thought like okay maybe this was the first time and then we're like oh no wait a minute no it's not if you ever see me go down in history i am gilberto gilberto Escamillo? Is that how you say it? Maybe? I think so. No, okay. that ends in an A. Escamilla. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm Gil. <laughs> if you ever see that I go to prison in life, I'm Gil, but instead of fajitas, it's tacos. This is how I'm going down in history. But then you, you're not eating the tacos, you're just selling Oh, no, I'm eating them. I'm eating them. <laughs> <laughs> I am still even eating them. I might sell some on the side, but I am eating the motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, and this I'm is, kidding. I don't get them. <laughs> and this is the start of our... Uh, our spooks for October! Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed, and um, you keep listening, please, and thank you. We hope we get more listeners, and you guys show more love. Rate us. We're on every single freaking thing that you can think of when it comes to podcasts to listen to. Mm-hmm. So rate us, like us, share us, let everybody know about us. Thank you. Bye.